0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrefbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head over to Cut, that's K U tt.com and use the promo code sgpn for a 10% deposit bonus and finally we're also brought to you by the sports gambling podcast patreon the guys just dropped their bonus behind the scenes episode of sean winning two hundred thousand dollars plus this week's pick and prize is a free two hundred and fifty dollar super bowl square just go to sports slash patreon to join today that's sports slash patreon to join today <laughs> Luke short first time he's
1: played for manchester united in recent matches little touch from fernandez he'll go for the return and he'll score it's the perfect start for manchester united in the seventh minute bruno fernandez giving them the early lead involved in the build-up garnacho just on side and it's a lovely finish Shaw's initial ball in No chance Townsend Anthony Faced by uh, Adam Lewis Support here from Diogo Dallo This really has been a good start to the match By uh, the Premier League team Kobe Menu with a goal His first in a Manchester United shirt 2-0 inside the opening quarter of an hour Kirby Menu doubles their lead. Just watch him dropping back there on the edge of the penalty area with a lovely finish. Dallow involved in the build up. And Menu sweeping it home. Oh, Newport County have got it all to do here. This is Lissandro Martinez. Oh, what a pass as well to Garnacho. Support in the middle. Garnacho! So close to 3 0. Well, he only had eyes for the goal. It was an excellent ball from Lissandro Martinez, Fernandez, and Hoyland left frustrated in the middle. And the header away, falling at the feet of Bryn Morris. Oh, what a sensational strike. Rodney Parade goes absolutely mad. Newport County are back in the tie. It was a deflection off Martinez, but it was a glorious strike from Bryn Morris. And they pick up where they left off here now at the start of this second period. They certainly have been quick out of the blocks, and now it's with Lewis who sent it in. Evans, Emerson is equalised! And here's something special in the air Wales once again. Will Evans, their top scorer, draws them level at 2 2. It's a delicate touch to guide it home ahead of Baran. He just got there first. Fernandez. Anthony looking for Garnacho. It'll be Luke Shaw to collect here. lucky Anthony on the follow-up Manchester United's lead is restored and Anthony a very relieved man scoring for the first time since April of last year lovely effort from Shaw the reaction from the Brazilian it's Newport County two, Manchester United three Shaw did really well on his wrong foot and Anthony guided it home Port County still plugging away, still looking for a route back. And that was a good effort too from Will Evans. From the moment it left his boots, there were hopes in the stadium it would find the corner. Maguire winning the ball in the air, collected by McTominay. There comes Omari Forson now. Blocked by Townsend, Hoyland, and the tie is finally beyond reach for Newport County, Rasmus Hoyland makes it 4-2 in added time, the through ball from Garnacho, Amari Forsen forced the save, Hoyland found the little gap, it's Newport County 2, Manchester United 4, and Hoyland finally has some reward for all his hard work this afternoon. Is there to be a late consolation goal for Newport
0: County? Altai finder forced to make a save and it stays at 4 2. You are listening to BetMUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow BetMUFC on X at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. You can also follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast at SUP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network or also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And also follow my other X account as well, which is at X. That's at X. That's what I post my monthly profit and loss spreadsheet. At the moment, you can still see the month of December, but that'll be soon swapped for the month of January in the next 48 hours. And January was the 128th month in a row of transparent track profit. Heavily aided by our NFL Futures that were posted in September. They concluded in January. So they're added to the month of January. We did very, very well with them once again. And we did well with our Champions League futures in the month of December. Going 7-1. and one. So we were looking for record profits in the month of December. But we fell just short, landing 4,400 and £50, just shy of the record all time of £4,709, but still a monster month. And January has also been a monster month. We look to continue that rolling in February. If you're interested in signing up, you could shoot me a DM to ask any questions at LockBettingX, or you can simply just head over to LockBetting.com if you want to do any further research. And I encourage you to do the due diligence. You can scroll down the X account to find all the other spreadsheets, or you can look through them at LockBetting.com. When you look through our spreadsheets, what you'll notice is that we manage a bankroll sensibly. We won't lose a play and then chase it by doubling the stakes so one unit loser won't be chased with a two unit play you'll rarely find two unit plays on there or three unit plays or five unit plays or 10 unit plays or 20 unit plays or 25 unit plays or max plays or whale plays or player of the year or player of the month or player of the week or player of the century or any of that nonsensical monopoly money bullshit that is not real. These guys are just playing with monopoly money. They're not making real bets, but we are making real bets. We're making real bets for real people that want to make real money from this hobby and who want to learn how to sensibly manage a bankroll. If you have a disposable income and you want to make betting more fun, that's what we can do for you by making it more profitable. And if you want to do that research, as I said, look through the spreadsheets or if you have questions, shoot me those questions over at the X account. Once again, at X. that's at LockBettingX. So moving on with this edition of Bet BetMUFC, did not do the weekend edition in the end, covering a game against Newport. We just ran out of time. I was in a different time zone. I was in the U.S., um, it took me about four hours to flag down an Uber after WWE Raw Rumble I ended up walking to a local hotel and just sitting in the lobby while my son was just asleep on a couch um, having Ubers cancelled over and over and over and over again I was intending to get back to my hotel a lot earlier to to do Better Music which was the final show we needed to do at the weekend but couldn't get it done so that one ended up not getting done but Ultimately, it was just a game against Newport. Should have been a routine win for Man United. Didn't really have too much to say about it, but I have more to say about it now because, of course, it wasn't a routine win. Man United were pegged back. To, to 2-2 from being 2-0 up it looked like we were finally going to put a team to the sword it looked like we were finally going to get a result that a Premier League team like Man United should get against a team like Newport on our way to a 5 or 6 goal victory but that wasn't to be the case in the end it was a scrappy 4-2 win we let this team back into the game and that really shouldn't be happening and that's concerning when you're travelling to Wolves this week, which is the game that we're going to look at at the end of the show as Man United travel to Wolves as part of this uh, match day 22 midweek slate. Of course, off the pitch, there have been more issues with the Marcus Rashford situation. For those people that thought that Jim Ratcliffe was going to come in and suddenly there would be a magic wand waved. And the, reality, the reality of that has certainly set in with Marcus Rashford's behaviour. Decided to go out on a night out in Belfast. There have been conflicting report, reports about how drunk he was or, or what really went into that. But at the end of the day, he called in sick for Man United. He's the highest paid player at the club and he called in sick for Man United in order to go out and party at Belfast. It doesn't matter how drunk you were, it doesn't matter what the reasoning was, Marcus Rashford has disgraced himself once again. Marcus Rashford is a player who had that one great season last year, got himself a new contract and since then has been an absolute disgrace on and off the pitch. His off the field antics, of course, have led to this situation this weekend, but there have been others uh, prior to that and then on the pitch he's been a disgrace as well hasn't contributed anything as far as assists and goals hasn't been tracking back either has been seen being lazy in terms of winning the ball back and it's basically just been an absolute shell of the player that he was last season whilst he was going for the contract and now he has the monster contract we're seeing a version of Marcus Rashford that we've become more familiar with over the last four or five years a couple of good seasons but mostly bad ones and it's reached a point where I've realised like many Man United fans that he isn't going to be the player that leads Manchester United. He isn't going to take that mantle and take over and lead us to trophies or lead us to anything at this point. I think it's time to part ways with Marcus Rashford for this club. He can come back and he can have a couple of good games in a row. He can maybe even start next season better if he stays at the club and pull the wool over people's eyes once again. But it's always going to be hit and miss. The consistency is never going to be there. And if you want to play for Manchester United, you need to be consistent at least by the old standards set by Sir Alex Ferguson, standards that have absolutely gone down the toilet. And it's the lowering of standards that has led to the lowering of results. It's the way that Manchester United now will will celebrate a Carabao Cup as if that is a successful season, as if coming... Um, third in the league and winning the Carabao Cup represents a massively successful season that in itself is the lowering of standards and obviously there's got to be a combination between being realistic and having high standards when you look at where Manchester United are coming from but ultimately it also has to be a goal to get back to the standards of before and we're never going to get there with these type of players these Lingard's, Pogbers, Martial's, Marcus Rashford's, Luke Shaw's, players that Jose Mourinho literally threw under a bus and um, what he said was ignored by the club. We obviously went through that in the um, in the mid-season report episode. You can go back and listen to that. That was full of audio clips looking at the issues at Manchester United and those, as I said, who expected Jim Ratcliffe to come in and wave a magic wand. You can see there are huge problems at the club And um, Marcus Rashford is a huge part of that. And And I don't care now if he has any kind of return to form. I don't care if Marcus Rashford starts next season on fire. I don't care if Marcus Rashford scores the winning goal in the FA Cup final. He's never going to be a consistent Manchester United player. And we need consistent players if we are going to even make a dent in the dominance of Manchester City or even can catch up to the likes of Liverpool and Arsenal who are once again... Uh, challenging for the league or in and around that position whereas Manchester United last season they they managed to flirt with challenging for the league for a few weeks but ultimately were well, well short in the end. Third place, as I said, was a good building block but those building blocks have been knocked down and we're exactly where we were in the season where we sacked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and finished the season under Ralph Ragnik finishing sixth in the league in a season where Ragnik um, identified all of these issues at the club but those issues were not addressed and despite the fact that Eric Ten Hag did have a great first season last season that just seemed like papering over cracks and we're back to exactly where we were with even more money spent under another manager and looking like it's not going to work out and we're not moving in the right direction I think it would be fair to say at this point that it's highly unlikely that Manchester United will return to the Champions League via their league position. And I think the only thing that can really save Man United's season and possibly even save Ten Hag would be winning the FA Cup. And now it looks like Manchester United will face a much tougher task than they face faced so far in this competition by travelling away to Nottingham Forest, a team that they've already lost to away from home in the Premier League this season. That's if Nottingham Forest can come through their replay, but if they do, that's a tough fifth round task for Manchester United and one that I'm not entirely convinced that they are up to. Before we move on to looking ahead to the Wolves game, let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about the SGP on Patreon as the guys just dropped this month's bonus episode behind-the-scenes breakdown of Sean's 200k win. This week's Patreon pick-on prize is a free $250 Super Bowl square plus access to all the picks, sheets, and exclusive channel on Discord. To get involved, just head over to sportsgatherlandpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Let me also take this quick pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and you can cash in. You can win 100 times with some spicy plays as well. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little catch over an Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with that promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN.
1: Did Marcus apologise for what he did last week?
2: As I said, yes, take a responsibility.
1: Case closed. And just, just still on that, do you feel as though he's testing your authority because it's it's been twice this season that he's transgressed? Also, he's joined up with a publicist who has dealt, deals with other players, James Ancher and Cristiano Ronaldo, who've also crossed you in the past. Is that, an, is that antagonistic of him?
2: no Simon. nothing to do with the relationship between me and Marcus but as I said uh, maybe you have another question uh, otherwise uh, we, will, we
1: will pass it through Just on a more general theme Eric you talked about standards off the pitch these days for modern players how important is it for them to surround themselves with the right people people who've got their best interests at heart rather than those who may lead them astray and how, as a manager, can you have any influence on that? First of
2: all, the players on this level have to manage themselves. And that is what you can, can demand from the player. And a player has to know what is good and what is no good. And yeah, uh, when you
1: want to play top football, eh,
2: it demands uh, a certain way of life, always.
1: And do you feel you have to reinforce that message, not just in light of what's happening? No.
2: You no, come on, hey, what are we talking about? We are t- talking uh, top football players. I don't have to 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 educate them anymore. Uh, when uh, Not when you are a player for Man United. So they should
1: know. Uh, they should know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I just ask, how is this difference to Jaden Sancho? Because Jaden Sancho's is exiled for a social media post and ends up leaving the club. Marcus Rashford's gone out party into the early hours of a day he's meant to be training and yet he's welcomed back into the squad well, what is your what is your point uh? so why does Jaden sancho get exiled from the squad for what he did and marcus rashford is welcomed back into the squad after what he did
2: but we can sort everything out internal but they did choose I had to go public
0: all oh. Just in terms of Marcus's form on the pitch, Eric, how important is he going to be for you in the second half of the season to achieve your goals? Because when he is on form, when he is focused, he can clearly score a lot, scored 30 goals last
2: season. So, as I said, you see last uh, two two Premier League games, but also I think in in the Wigan game, uh, it was clear, and uh, you see the progress between Marcus Rashford and Rasmus Hoyland. and especially now the team behind uh, in the back is getting stronger. And uh, yeah, that's growing, and uh, that gives I think a good spirit and mood in the team because those two and uh, also see the progress from Carnaccio was very positive. Uh, we have a front line, uh, I think, is a danger, and then in the back Bruno and then uh, the midfield who uh, is who is uh, returning who get more uh, more established and then Luke Shaw uh, of the left side is returning so you know, I think uh, it's much positive in it and I'm sure when there is more consistent and stable in the back head, then the front line uh, will get benefit from it James
1: Eric just just talking generally you know sometimes a player may make a bad decision and he knows it and you move on sometimes players historically have made bad decisions but there's more going on in their life there's other issues going on that then end up coming out and help to explain some of their behaviours do you as a manager have to be aware of those things and make distinctions for behaviour if there's more going on than just maybe a reckless decision in a one-off incident yeah
2: of course that is part of your job and to support your players but also we have um, people in this club uh, who are helping the players on that but as I said before, by the end of the day when you are a player at Man United you have to manage yourself and you have to take responsibility for your performance and, and your performance in, um, in, a, in a team and, and it's all about that, that Man United is winning football games it's all about that. Eh? It's not uh, It's not so complicated. Eh?
0: Uh, last question, Jeremy. Actually, I'd like to ask two, please. Um first one is, you say cases closed to protect Marcus Rashford. But isn't this part of the problem, that there's too much protection of Marcus in this particular situation? And actually, if he understood, you know, actually what he's done, by you talking about him, more, it might actually help him?
2: Uh, sorry, Jimmy. I I said... <laughs> Uh, I responded on the questions. I responded on Sunday. We make the statement. I responded now. I think the uh, case is closed. Oh, uh, second question. Are you concerned if you pick him tomorrow to start? That might send out the wrong message. So I um, I didn't pick him on Sunday. Uh, and uh, we draw the line. And from that point on, uh, we move on. Okay, thank okay. you.
0: So we got no help there with the Wolves game. Not one question was asked about Wolves. It was all about Marcus Rashford. And I'm going to play one last clip from Alan Shearer on Match of the Day, talking about Marcus Rashford. And we're going to move on from there to looking at the Wolves game by ourselves. Before we do that, though, let me take this quick pause to tell you guys about Cut, Cut, is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's KU dot com, and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet, and it's perfect for getting action on those fun Super Bowl prop bets. So once again, head over to cut.com, that's k u double t Dot com and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Let me also take this pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And finally... You can still get 15% of everything in the SGPN merch store from now until the end of the month by using the primary code PLAYOFFS. We're competing against other shows for a bonus. Make sure you pick up your favourite item from the Soccer Gambling Podcast to support the show that makes you more money than any uh, other podcast. Of course, you can support us by leaving a review on iTunes, but if you do end up getting yourself a hoodie or a T-shirt or whatever from the Soccer Gambling Podcast, I actually have all the stuff. I wear it all the time. It's good quality stuff and also you can show your support for the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Send me a tweet when you buy the items or wait for them to come through and I will give you a retweet and a like and I will also follow you from the at Soccer account and you can also tag me on the Lockbetting account and I'll follow you on that one as well.
1: There's a huge talent in there with Marcus Rushford. We saw him um, be disciplined last season when he was late for a meeting. He actually missed a game. Um, but something is clearly wrong either at home or his relationship with the football club because he, he can't keep doing this. He can't waste his talent. It's not right. He needs, he needs strong management, someone to get hold of him and say, you know what, you get to the end of your career and you have huge regret, regrets. You can't have that and you, can't, you, you don't need that.
0: It's causing more problems. supposed to come to the game today and focus on what they need to do. And now we're having to ask him what's happening off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. And it's just not been good enough from the whole squad yeah. since Ten Hag has come to the club. Huge talent or not, I don't think it matters anymore at this point because at the end of the day, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And Marcus Rashford hasn't worked hard since he's had this contract. Marcus Rashford hasn't worked hard consistently. He's turned up sporadically Over the course of the last five, six years and turning up sporadically isn't acceptable for Man United because that's what we have too many players doing and that's why we're not challenging for anything and that's why we turn up on some weeks and that sometimes can be good enough to win us a trophy or get us into the top four and back into the Champions League or challenge for the title for a few weeks, which has really been as good as it's got. But it isn't going to be good enough to ever win anything major. And I'm talking about the Champions League or the Premier League, not the Carabao Cup. As much as I did enjoy the Carabao Cup and thought it was a solid building block for Manchester United, it has proved to be little more than just another one-off moment. A false sense of security for supporters. And once again, we are back to, as I said, where we were under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Ralph Ragnick, So um, what do we do? Is there another rebuild here for Man United? Do we change the manager again and let these players get another manager sacked again? Or do we actually start to take care of the problems and finally get rid of the likes of Martial and Rashford like we did with Lingard and Pogba? Are there more cancers to remove before we can actually fully rebuild? And even if we do get these players out, has it already become a contagious infection? Have Rashford and Martial and the likes of Lingard been there long enough that they've already had an effect on the other players that remain there? Do we need a bigger clear out than people think? Is it is it even worth getting rid of someone like A Luke Shaw who is an automatic starter for Man United when he's fit but is he a part of that culture of the club this lazy entitled culture where you don't understand what it is to be a Manchester United player I don't think Luke Shaw has ever understood I don't think Marcus Rashford ever understood even though Marcus Rashford has come from the, the bottom at Manchester United, he's worked his way up through the youth system. He's got the club in his blood, much like Lingard did. But for some reason, they've never really conducted themselves like Manchester United players. So, I mean, this is a podcast that we could um, that we could do for hours. But it's also one that seems to be um, repeating itself over and over again. If you go back to the mid-season report, it largely prim- primarily focused on on this type of thing. So it's not something that we can do on the show over and over and over and over again. But it seems to be something that we need to give some time to over and over again, because these Man United players keep finding themselves embroiled in disciplinary issues. And quite frankly, it's become embarrassing at this point. And it can't be a case of looking at the individuals each and every time, looking at Greenwood, looking at Anthony, looking at Rashford, but rather looking at the whole club infrastructure, which is again... Another episode we could do, but another episode we've already done, largely um, on the, the mid season report that we posted a couple of weeks back. So let's finally move on to this game where Man United travel to Wolves as favourites to win at Molyneux 11 8 favourites to win at Molyneux, with Wolves at 15 8 and the draw here available at 5 2. I can't take Man United to win away from home. I can't recommend that people invest their money on Manchester United to get any kind of positive results away from home. I think Wolves here at 15-8 might actually be a live underdog. Wolves have been rock solid this season compared to last season, and they're heading to Thursday's game actually unbeaten in their last seven. They haven't lost a home match here since September And have already beaten Man City, Spurs and Chelsea since then. Which is why it makes absolutely no sense that Man United would be a favourite. Man United have only won one of their last six league games. And have taken just one point from their last four away trips. It also doesn't fill you with confidence when you see Man United comfortably dominating a game against low league opposition like Newport. And then Newport managed to find a couple of goals. And certainly you could give... Credence to Wolves being able to find a couple of goals here in this one as well. Manchester United have actually conceded twice or have conceded exactly two goals in five of the last six outings in all competitions, including a 2-1 defeat at Nottingham Forest in their last Premier League away game. So it's very, very difficult to make any case for Man United to be the first team to win at Molyneux since September, especially when you look at the other scalps that Wolves have taken here on their own turf. Wolves also should have won at Old Trafford on the opening day of the season and Man United were very lucky to escape with a win in that game, a 1-0 win with a winning goal from Raphael Varane. I don't think they'll be as lucky here. I like over two and a half goals here in this game as I definitely see Wolves scoring a couple of goals but the player like most is simply for Wolves to avoid a defeat. We can get Wolves here with a one goal start at the price of 8-13 to and that's going to be my selection here for this game. Cannot make any case for Manchester United to win here. Wolves unbeaten since September. Man United lost their last Premier League away game against Forest and also shipped two goals away to Newport at the weekend. That's it for me and this edition of Bet MUFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening.